everyone. Welcome back to the second episode of The Casual Pandemonium. I'm introing for us today, for no apparent reason, I'm Michael and Tasha and Tudio here with me today. And we're going to talk some garbage. <laughs> uh, and we have cameras today. Uh, yeah. We also have a fourth Nobody person noticed. on this podcast. Uh, it's my cat. She will probably go flying past at some point during this. So please pretend you don't see her or fangirl over her. That's the only options available. Um, it's fan over Daisy. Daisy is the best cat. Oh, I love her so much. Gosh. And uh, you said your dogs are locked outside, Dasha, so you're not going to have any visitors as well. Uh, I might have people come into my room for no apparent reason, but yeah. Okay, well, uh, yeah, I don't know if I'll have visitors in that regard. I hope no one comes to barge in. I did let them know that they mustn't. <laughs> we'll see. I have a big do not disturb sign out on my door, but as history has proven, that never works. So I was going to say, I don't think you've ever had a scenario where people actually respect that little sign. <laughs> you know, so it's you funny. <laughs> Sorry, Tertius. Do you see the red little note there on the, the wall? That yeah. says, do not disturb. It used to say D&D. &D. Then my brother accused me of not using post-2000 slang on him. And so then I wrote, do not disturb. Speak the orange devil. one <laughs> says, um, <laughs> class in progress. And explains from what time you're not welcome in my room which no one apparently saw for the longest time and just kept barging into my room. So my mom printed out this huge thing that says, do not disturb, class in progress, highlighted in red and everything. And I was like, I bet you five rand that someone's going to walk into my room with that sign on the door and then be like, oh, I didn't see that there. Only five rand though. I would have bet some big <laughs> yeah, bucks on that one, if I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> Listen... <laughs> Question, are those like post-it notes or what are those? Because I can't really tell from this little, from this far distance. Oh, okay. They're post-it notes. Is that that's They're a little bit notes? bigger. Yeah. They're like They're extra big post-it post notes. Yeah, I I'm surprised that you're able to like move them back and forth around everywhere and not have them lose the stickiness. Prestic. I have prestic everywhere. Prestic. That is actually a good idea that I wouldn't have thought to use. Yeah, I have uh, a big bowl, bowl of prestic there, a big one there, and then fresh prestic hidden at the back there so no one can steal it. <laughs> Is that actually a big issue where you have people stealing your prestic? I mean, it never comes back. Or it comes back grey. Wait, isn't all prestic grey? No, I could literally show you the difference in Prestic. Oh, oh sorry, wait, it's, it's also for that whitish color. Oh, you know, it's been yeah. so long since I've had new Prestic. You've just taken me on a little bit of a trip there. That is just how lackluster my stationery has gotten. I just have been using the same Prestic for the last 20 years. I just leave like for five screaming. seconds and we're talking about Prestic. What the f is happening? <laughs> <laughs> this is supposed to be entertaining. topic that could ever be discussed is the fact that I don't buy Prestic. Um, no, I, okay. okay. I don't want to buy new Prestic, that's the thing. Mm. Jeez. Okay, well, I hope no one heard Daisy, because also the other thing that my little my little cat does is she announces when she walks back in. She does a little mouth. Oh, there, you see a little head poking up there. Do you see it? Because yeah. she might do the jump, we might get it live. Boing, there Yay! you go. <laughs> Sadly, her, her sleeping spot in particular is over there on that corner of the bed, so she will be behind my head the entire time. But, uh, oh well, maybe every we'll now and again you'll see a little... Yeah, we'll get a cat cam eventually if people desire it, but for now, <laughs> no one's no one's going to get that option. 
Link to our Patreon. <laughs> you have to pay extra for the cat cam. <laughs> Would the feed of the cat cam not interfere with the feed of the... Oh, wait, let me not tell them about that hidden camera. Oopsie. It's a joke, 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 they don't want to know about this other camera, and I don't either, I'm fine with this knowledge, it's all good, I don't need to know about any other cameras, it's fine. Well, she was at your house last week, or well, a month ago, so I wouldn't be surprised if she put a camera somewhere. Listen, Tertius, if I put a camera in Michael's house, it would have been when we first met each other online, okay? That's even more concerning. <laughs> Oddly enough, uh, Tuli's actually an incredible gift giver, and a couple of things that she's gifted me are books. And since that has happened, I've been always accusing her of hiding little cameras in those books, and they're staring at me when I'm getting changed and so forth. I keep calling her rooting. Oh, no. So, oddly enough, it's very topical, I agree. It's kind of what I was assuming as well. So one of the things I actually was speaking of Miss Miss Tuli over there, actually, so she so she loves manga in particular her thing is Yu-Gi-Oh manga, and I actually want to ask Love why it. she has this obsession with Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm very curious. Wait, do you guys not like Yu-Gi-Oh? I'm not saying that. I just want to know where your no. interest in Yu-Gi-Oh comes from. Is it just oh, like <laughs> you watch the TV show one time and you were like, that's the hair. That's the stuff. It's the hair. Yeah. It's funny. You know you. Nothing else matters in this world. Before before Tuli answers here, can I just say that I wasn't expecting there to still be people playing Yu-Gi-Oh in real life. Like, yeah, I I grew up thinking that it died out completely. Wow. One of my most traumatic childhood memories is my mom burning this really nice set of Yu-Gi-Oh cards that my older brother and I got because it was quote unquote too demonic. <laughs> I'm like... so sad. It got burnt. No. <laughs> We used to hide like all of these memorabilia things that we collected inside of the fireplace and stuff. And the one time she went cleaning, as she often does, and she found the stage, just like, huh? I never bought you guys this. We bought it ourselves. Um, and she was like, okay, this is interesting. This is cute. Comes to Blue Eyes White Dragon card number one. And she's like, demon? 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 I was like, Oh, she found them. Yeah, and then we had to go and watch it get burnt. Very, very traumatic. I love the difference in people. Some people are hiding like serious contraband in their homes, and then there's Tuli like <laughs> hiding a stash of Yu-Gi-Oh cards, like no one will ever find them. But she wasn't very good at hiding them, apparently. So that's the problem. You need more high stakes stuff to hide. Joint <laughs> hiding place between my older brother and I. Okay. Why, why would you? Well, I was gonna say you said it's a joint hiding space. It's a joint pair of cards. Did you like play against each other with one pack of cards, or how did that work? No, you get yourself the different. So they came in little packets, um, mm. sort of um, like your. Oh, were well, you getting the booster packs? Is that what you're referring yeah. to? Yeah. So you bought all of the booster packs and then you got the box that you could keep them in and mm. you could play as being whoever you wanted. I could never be Yu-Gi-Oh! because of my older brother, but that was fine. Um, I got to be Kai sometimes. <laughs> 
Oddly enough, so you speak about like you get the little container to put things in. Oh, so um, Michael's Yu-Gi-Oh experience was a little bit more low budget, if I'm going to be completely honest with you. Um, <laughs> I think I only had one really nice pack of legitimate Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and the rest were all like knockoff brand Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <laughs> so, my 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 packs of Yu-Gi-Oh cards, I used to keep them not in like a normal place. Oddly enough, I have an example right here because someone needed to borrow some cards the other day. I used to keep my cards in margarine tins, which you can see is a pack of Uno cards in the margarine tins. What the? <laughs> so, yeah, um, uh, yeah, it definitely was a little bit lo more low budget on my side. Uh, and I'll never forget that, oh, these these knockoff cards were so dodge. I remember like almost every single dodge, single like pack of dodgy cards, they would have like a powerful card, quote unquote powerful yeah. card at the very end. And all we'd ever have is just like question mark power of attack and defense or whatever. And I was just <laughs> like- you get to decide <laughs> how yeah. much power can yeah. do. It's just, yeah. it's more than yours. <laughs> it's like, I win. This is what this card means. <laughs> I can just imagine because like how the mentality of a child in that regard would be like, oh yeah, I have infinity. It's like, oh yeah, well, I have infinity plus one. Ah. <laughs> I have infinity times infinity. <laughs> I actually, oh, I remember that there when, you know how at like, you'd be, you know, some schools would not be so concerned with you taking cards to school and things like that. Well, yeah. my school, whenever a new fad started, it would become super popular at the school and it would get banned like a month later. That was kind of the strategy with it. So like, I remember Bakugan was important at one point. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. was important. Marbles were important for a while. Um, and oh, there was even like these weird, like sticky things that you used to like stick on windows and stuff. I can't even remember. There's some weird well, stuff that we used to Well, you throw them and they stick, kids. right? Something like that. I can't remember. I just remember I had very few of them. There was even these. Oh, do you remember the ones that were like beans, but then they were like designed beans? Did anyone have those? Oh, the, the designer beans that like had like a magnet inside of them. Yes, and they I... would like roll. Yes. Oh, I just remember those. Now. Oh, those things. I remember like you used to get like luchador ones and stuff, and they were super colorful and things. Oh, those are crazy. Yeah. Oh. We had very different childhoods. <laughs> <laughs> Considering that the two of you are. Uh, the same age and you had very different childhoods ish i mean it's just it's literally the environment you grow up in it depends on yeah. where you grew up in yeah we met like, at university so yeah. i was to say i lived in a different province at that time so it's quite understandable <laughs> that we probably have different uh, views on that that's true Oh, so Wait. with the, with the Yu-Gi-Oh cards though, I was gonna say you're talking about oh kids you know they would make up their own power levels and so forth oh i have one really bad story though <clears throat> So I did, I did have one pack of cards that were legitimate and I, I did obviously it's over the course of time I would buy like, you know, people's extra cards and stuff because everyone had yeah. like tons of extra cards and I'd buy those for like 10 rand or some garbage <laughs> give me all their trash cards. So I ended up having a sizable collection of legitimate ones as well. And I remember I went to my friend's house once upon a time and I, to this day, I know I did something wrong and I feel terrible. Oh, no. It's not that I stole something. It's nothing like oh, that. Okay. okay it's not, I'm not, I wasn't we that would never accuse you of that, Michael. <laughs> no, no, no. So, oh, I'm still upset by this. I can't believe I did this to this poor guy. So, <laughs> in the, I used to watch the Yu-Gi-Oh show, right? And in yeah. the show at some point, I don't know if it was season one, I have no idea. But at some point, there was something along the lines of he had like, 
the, the main character had uh, like the Yugi. baby yellow dragon. Yeah, Yugi. He had the baby yeah. yellow dragon and he had time wizard on the field and then he used time wizard to age it into that older dragon or something or other. And that was like complete nonsense. It didn't make any sense to the actual game. And then yeah. I happened to have all three of those cards and I used that exact strategy against my friend <laughs> with it not being legitimate at all. I was like, yeah. no, I have these two on the board. I can make it the old one. It's in the show. It's allowed to happen. <laughs> no, that's the thing why a lot of people, you know, boycott or cancel in cancel culture um, Yu-Gi-Oh! the show is because Yame Yugi, which is the god, the, the hotter Yugi, I suppose, um, <laughs> cheated a lot in almost every single game that he played but my argument to that is that he cheated cheaters to best them at their own game they didn't anticipate him to cheat with so many different levels and stuff and you just sitting like zero life lessons zero life morals don't listen to Yu-Gi-Oh for its life morals people um but it's a good watch and uh don't do what Michael did and actually take his plays onto real life people well so yeah, obviously it's one of those things at the time I thought I was super cool and I was like yeah I know this strategy because of the show and then like going home and later learning it's not actually legitimate I was like oh I cheated oh I wanted to win River real <laughs> so yeah okay. that was, that was yeah. scuffed yeah I understand 100% now how people uh, how people are when I'm speaking because I have no idea what's going on half the time <laughs> you two are talking now. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. What did you watch when you were a kid? Did you watch any of the good old cartoons that we all grow up on? No, I was pretty much not allowed to because uh, everything was satanic. Ah. <laughs> I know the struggle. So I just Whoa. get I just got addicted to video games instead. <laughs> I think video games a lot of the time actually have even more hardcore material, excluding a couple of extra shows like maybe Cowboys oh, yeah, and Cowboys. I was playing GTA at the time, so. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that thing has a bit. <laughs> yeah. I guess not satanic as per se, but um, when you consider prostitution is one of the oldest forms of women working. So it's history is what you're yeah. telling me. He's playing a history game. That's yeah. so cool. Well, I was playing Gertlet as well. <laughs> <laughs> all, oh the, all the strategy games, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I don't know if I mentioned it last time we spoke, but I was going to say my my first experience with it was obviously Pokemon, so got the, the big fangirly side of me is still on Pokemon, even though I'm not as big into it as I was before. Um, and it also links back to your stupid Yu-Gi-Oh nonsense from the TV show. <laughs> like, I know, I know neither of you know anything about Pokemon, right? But I remember at some point, I, I didn't watch this. I was watching like clips of stupid things that happened in the Pokemon animated series. And I remember at some point, there was like a match he was playing with. He had like some sort of bird Pokemon. I'm just gonna pretend it was Pidgeotto for some reason. Um, and he had obviously Pikachu because it's his main character, uh, well, main Pokemon, whatever. <clears throat> and he was versing someone and the way that he beat this person or this other Pokemon was that he electrified his bird Pokemon to make it immune to other electric attacks or something or other. So he basically killed his own thing to make it stronger or something. And I was just like, eh. That just, sounds like, that just sounds like animal cruelty to me. I'm not sure what you mean. <laughs> well, I think it's all Pokemon, isn't it? It's just kind of like, yeah. let's have let's have animals fight each other for money. <laughs> so that's kind of what Pokemon oh, is, if we're being it's honest. It's the dog fighting! Well, let's not, let's, not, let's not go into specifics here. We might traumatize ourselves. Well, I mean, it is basically just a 
They show about shoving animals into small bowls and making them fight each other. Pokemon, come on. I remember there was this whole thing of basically that Pokeballs were supposed to be like really nice environments for them to stay in or something rather. I wonder how that works. I've always thought about it because um, you can go like see fan art and stuff. And people like have like it's like a subspace where they have like a whole, I don't know, like a water ocean thing or whatever. And they go have fun in there or whatever. And there's obviously that's just fan art, but they've never really gone into it as far as I know. Maybe they have somewhere at some point, but. I'm pretty sure it's just like the tents in Harry Potter. You've never seen Harry Potter, have you? Oh, we the tense thing—it's like the uh, the the biggest space. Yeah, you like the walking. To, yeah, oh, it has been so long since I've watched anything Harry Potter related. I don't know. I'll I'll have your hot. I'll have a hot take here and get cancelled by everyone. But I love the first Fantastic Beasts movie, like to an excessive degree. Oh yeah, I also I love it. I also really like, like it. Oh, like the second one, I I won't lie. I can't even remember what happened. I, I remember it was like a circus at some point involved. <laughs> That's what I remember. Yes, they did have a circus. <laughs> All I remember I think from they were the in a graveyard movie, at yeah. some point in that. Yeah. I don't remember. We also were in a graveyard, and that's mm. where we also get introduced to young Ald Alvis Dumbledore. Yeah. All I remember from the second movie is that Johnny Depp plays in it, and uh, was he the main villain? Yeah, he was the main yeah. villain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> All, and then what I also remember is that every single character in there was no longer a consistent character, and everyone was just like written to go with the plot mm -hmm. you know like oh hey yes i am a i am a very loving person and i wouldn't want to kill people at all immediately joins the cult that kills people i'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest i'm kind of glad i don't remember this much about the movie now <laughs> the only reason i remember this much is because i watched youtube videos about mm. people reviewing it and that was the main take that's just like characters were inconsistent they were um it's also the the movie the second one is where jk rowling comes out and she's like wow dumbledore was gay no indication of him being gay the entire harry potter series at all and then suddenly well we want him to have this relationship with the main guy from fantastic beast he's gay the the, the big joke is like how do you know yeah. you, you, when you're gay well, you That's don't what JK really. told you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, that one was great. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's one of those weird things of it doesn't really affect me that he's gay. I couldn't care less to be completely honest. It doesn't really. But thing is, it also doesn't add to the plot as well. So I guess that's why people mm. get upset about it. I don't know. It's just one of those like arbitrary things that's just you know, it's how the world is. I, I do remember though that there was at uh, one point she was trying to convert a character to look very different nationality-wise or something, and then some person was like getting lines from the book describing her with like blonde hair and so forth or something like that. And I that was a big controversy. I was like, ooh, I'm glad I'm not invested to this degree, or else I'd be like very upset as well. <laughs> oh no, the mu movie industry is really very. It's a, it's a funny, funny industry to be in. Yeah, interesting. We'll go with that word. Interesting. <laughs> it's also very cutthroat, though. Bombs. Yeah. Like, yo, I, I couldn't imagine, because I know that obviously Hollywood's the, the big one where everyone tries to make their dreams come true and stuff like that. And uh, I can say at least I'm glad I don't really, you know, try and go risk it there and go and, you know, stay in some really crummy apartment hoping to get a, a role and so forth. But by that same token, I suppose it's the only way you can succeed is to take the risk. So, you know, yeah. kudos to those who do try. It's just, I'd yeah, it's tough. try to take the risk in Cape Town. Shout out to Mazzy King from Lucifer. Well, so speaking of satanic stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, um, that's, a, that's an interesting one. Yeah, that basically the 
confirmed in that show, language of uh, the devils is Afrikaans. Which is like, that's kind of interesting right there. Mm. Oh, I absolutely loved it. Um, I remember when that, that episode aired, we were on our bus to compete at our national. So, um, with varsity sports and everything, um, gymnastics, we have USA and it gets hosted at different universities. And this year's one was at the University of Pretoria, about as Afrikaans of a university as you're going to get in Gauteng. Yeah. Outside of Gauteng, you've got Stellenbosch and Pukka, so yeah, there's others. But in Gauteng, it's UP, that's the, the go-to one. And everyone speaks Afrikaans around them. And you just hear people, I heard this person watching that episode in the back of the bus and I was there, I was like, Ah, she's busy speaking Afrikaans now. That's a demonic language there. Mm. Mm. And it's just there, it's like, where's the holy water? We're going to the place of the Afrikaners. Jokingly, of course. That was a weird tangent to go off of. <laughs> well, so yeah, you know the, those universities that you mentioned, like Tux, for instance? You know what I always <laughs> laugh about with like Tux and stuff? Is obviously, you know, in media, university life is always very much glamorized to an excessive degree. And for example, on Tux, I remember I had so many friends that went there, and like, I think there was something like you have to, for your first year, stay in like a certain res or something or other, something like that. And I love the fact that just like immediately after, they're all just like, yes, we can go into actual apartments and leave the campus. Yes, we're free. <laughs> like obviously it doesn't apply to everyone, but at least my friends, they were all really keen to go live in actual apartments and not be on campus anymore. Which... Yeah, I would also be keen. But yeah, for those who don't know, who don't actually live in South Africa, uh, which is 99% of the people probably listening to this, uh, Tux is a... Is um, the University of Pretoria, Pretoria being the capital of South Africa. One of the capitals. And then I'm not going to try and explain to you where the 20 places is Tuli was mentioning, so <laughs> go Google it. <laughs> yeah, well, so to say, our, so oddly enough, uh, our university was also in Pretoria. We were actually quite deep in the Mahalisburg, yeah. which is like a little mountainous area in Pretoria. Well, yeah. quote-unquote mountainous. I know some people get upset. They say, no, those aren't real mountains. They're only hills. They're extra big hills. <laughs> so yeah, they're basically just hills. Before as well. You can walk um, over them. They're hills. Mm. But, uh, people walk over mountains, Tertius. <laughs> people literally go hiking over mountains. Well, I was going to say, hiking mountain. and walking very different things, I would think yeah. so. Pretty much. But uh, yeah, actually, oddly enough, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this before. But uh, no, I did. Actually, last time we were talking, I was talking about how Mahalisburg is actually like the best burger I've ever had. Do you remember that one? It was the, the one with the massive amount of pickles and so forth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But like, <laughs> then we hear it talk about our university life there in Pretoria. And that was actually quite a, a different experience, at least for me, because yo, it was hot there. Oh <laughs> my gosh, I was cooking. Oh my word. And I was in my, so obviously Tasha was still staying at home. So, you know, he didn't have much of a change in his day-to-day -day life, I guess, <laughs> except for the, you know, going to university and so forth. But then there's Michael, I'm flipping, moved away from home, living in res there, and uh, obviously eating res food and so forth. But like, oh, my university, you basically, were very limited on appliances that you could have. Like, you weren't allowed to have an actual fridge in your room and stuff like that. So, yeah, heat was quite a factor in my life. There was, like, obviously a communal fridge that you could use, but, yeah, obviously I don't trust anyone to keep my stuff. You know, it's still mine. <laughs> so, yeah. I yeah, at know, least so. it, yeah. At least it wasn't, like, the, the classrooms, you know, with the thatch roofs. Like, the, yeah, 
Mm. Yeah, our classrooms had thatched roofs, like with computers and everything inside them. So they were hot as hell. Like sometimes we were like sitting there on 30, 36 degree heat, just sitting there in class, just like, okay, uh, we're going to get through this class. We're going to listen to how computer security works now. Okay, thank you. Uh, can we leave? Yeah. Your classrooms were literally how most people outside of Africa depict <laughs> Africa. It's like, ah, flat roof, roundhouses, everything. Computers. Also, yeah, our, our university was actually, it was something like a, a resort or a, you know, a holiday kind of like destination thing that was converted into a university. So that's why there were mostly these buildings that had like thatch roofs and stuff, you know, for the, uh, the African experience and so forth. That explains um, the location, yeah. Yeah, oh. but it was also a flipping built on a mountain as well. So uh, the way that we got around at university was we hiked. That's how you got from class to class. You hiked up the mountain to get to that yeah. class. Oh you my gosh. You complain about that, but literally every single university, at least the big ones that are in South Africa, are built on m mountains, hills, I suppose. Really big hills. No, Vitz no, is on a really big incline. hill. Uh, UCT? No, I've, been to, I've been to Vitz. Vitz mm. does not have an incline. You do not know what an incline <laughs> oh, is. Oh no, you have not walked from the bottom of um, Empire Road's bus stop to run up to the main of East Campus all of a sudden when you're running late for this class, okay? That is a steep incline. You haven't seen me be late for a test. So <laughs> one, one time, um, like... It was like uh, 10 or something in the morning. I get the, I get this call just from, from one of my friends in class. It's like, yo, bud, um, are you coming to the test? It's like, like what? What Is test? test? It, the class, is, class only starts at one. What do you mean? Oh, no, they moved the test. Didn't you get the email? I'm like, oh, 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 oh I better go. <laughs> Yeah, that was the fastest I got ready in my life. And I never knew my I-10 could go that fast. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew my I-10 could spin through second gear. But that's how that's how I found <laughs> So then I get I get to the class and I'm like, ah, oh, I'm going to have to run up this mountain. Because Michael knows how steep this incline is. So I run up there. Uh, I think I was just like 30 minutes late or something. I run up. I, I get out the top, I'm like, <gasps> and it's like, it's had me the test, had me the test, okay, I guess sit in the back, I'm there heaving, <laughs> just writing my name down. <laughs> it's like, we'll give you extra time, just calm down, it's like, no, I got this, I got this. <laughs> You know the worst part is while, time. I was gonna say while you're describing this story, I can literally feel that. So our university is one of the only universities that had a school uniform. So oh, yeah. I can still feel my sweaty back with that stupid shirt plastered to it. I can imagine it in my head. It is that bad. Oh. Wow. Yeah, imagine. I still have that uniform. Oh, and we wore ties, by the way. We had ties. Imagine climbing a mountain with a tie on. Hey, hey, hey. Firstly, oh, yeah, I'm trying was... to wrap my head around the fact that you oh, guys' university had um, uniforms. Because, like, that mm. was the best thing, best worst thing to ever happen to me coming out of high school was the lack of uniform. Um, don't get me wrong. I still wear my uniform, elements of my uniform, as, like, fashion statement pieces now. Yeah. But like freedom of choice, especially when you're, like, a full-grown adult and here you guys are in uniforms. 
So they basically told us it was the idea that they wanted everyone to be on the same playing field or whatever, so everyone looks the same. And also it had this element of it's supposed to prepare you for the workplace because you technically <laughs> have to wear a uniform for the workplace. Didn't um, prepare you for COVID. Don't yeah. wrong, I can't really dispute those comments, but I also can't say I agree with them. It's just kind of like, eh, it's never really a choice. So. lie I was ever told. I showed up <laughs> the first day of work, like fully dressed up with knotted shirts and they looked at me like I was crazy it's like <laughs> it's like what you, you know you can just casually my senior was wearing pluckies <laughs> oh yeah pluckies are slops or flip flops yeah. for those don't know flip flops <laughs> thongs for the Australians no I, man that one always scares me though I don't know I don't know about that one <laughs> it's just like I grew, I, up, your... I grew up calling thongs thongs like the the the, the sand the sandals thongs Right, and um, oh, okay. I don't remember when in my my young life I changed from calling them to like flip flops. I'd always call them thongs, and it like hits me when people don't call them thongs. I'm like, huh? Why not? I think it's also in the transition phase. I also call them ma. Um, it's patra patras, which is the um, Zulu and Debele slang version of calling them sandals, I'm and that sounded more cool yeah. to me. As I say, I'm assuming the name comes from the sound they make. Am I correct exactly. to say that? Hey, look at that. 100%. <laughs> look at that. Yeah, I'm a Literally. I love that. I, love I that. like that a lot more. So whenever I see mm. people walking around in them, I was like, yo, I'm a patras. You are there going around in your patras. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say, oddly enough, uh, what the f so I, I as a person, I'm quite a clicky person when it comes to my joints and bones and so forth. So like, yo, I can rotate my arm and it'll click and things like that, right? And uh, having grown up in school playing a lot of hockey, uh, hockey balls used to hit my toes quite a bit. So my toes have gotten quite used to also giving a few clicks to them. So sometimes when I'm walking with pluckies on, it'll have double clicking going. One where it slaps the back of your heel, the other one where the toe is clicking in the front. So I get the double sound effect. <laughs> Definitely not as prevalent as it used to be, but like, yo, I remember when that was very prevalent. It was, it was unbelievable, especially at university when you're like in the dead of night in this massive res, trying to walk to the bathroom on the other side of the res building, and you see a click, 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 click. No, that would be terrifying. You <laughs> think there's like this little creature. Just... <laughs> That's when you I see the Tokoloshi's coming bad. for you. It was, it, was, it was funny. It wasn't that bad. I promise, please. I wasn't no, making just like, like a creepy crawly noise. Oh my gosh. But like imagine. also the, the, like getting hit with the ball and hearing that double sound. I would be terrified. I would think I broke a toe or something. Yeah, well, it's one of those things of if you really want to win, you forget about your own body. It's all about the win. Nothing else matters. No, it's the <laughs> adrenaline. It's the adrenaline that kicks in. Tosh, did you play minis? <laughs> did you play a lot of sports in school? No. <laughs> this explains Obviously a lot. <laughs> no, it uh, explains why you don't understand the adrenaline of not feeling pain until afterwards. I do understand that. I am a human being. Thank you, Tuli. <laughs> it's like, I've, I've not ever felt pain. Just never once yeah, in my life. I've, I've no. never felt adrenaline in my life. I've never felt pain. I've never played any games, you know. <laughs> like, I wasn't a kid. Yeah, it's perfectly fine. I came out of the clothes. I came out of the vat just like this and then met Michael. 
<laughs> he actually, he has a direct tube from his front door to my university. Like, you say the, the car was going very fast, but it was going very fast in a straight line. It was like directly to campus. And then I was just in a straight line in the little bubble going all the way there. Or like padded walls, like a like mental person. Oh my gosh, imagine. Ah! That's how you'd run if you had padded walls. Well, that's how I'd run if I had padded walls from here to my university. I was going to say, he's actually proving it now, because you see on his uh, bed, he's got like a blanket on the one side and some pillows there. His entire floor is covered in pillows, just in case he falls. His entire desk is made of foam. So in case he hits his head, he goes through the table. You do our baby proofing. This is like the next level version of this it. This is tertius proofing. I'm not going to show my floor now, ever. Like you, you keep the illusion alive. It's good. Yeah, to be... I was gonna say, I've already ruined it. I've got wooden floors, as everyone can see. It's chromatic. Yeah. That's just wallpaper. Wallpaper on your floor? <laughs> it's wallpaper. an optical illusion, truly. Oh, yes, yes. The whole oddly background. Enough, as I was say, oddly enough, I'm the only one whose camera is actually facing down towards them, which is kind of interesting. I know. Obviously, Tuli like using yeah. a laptop, so hers is facing upwards from the laptop that's still sitting on the table there. And the Tash is, how have you got yours mounted? Is it also on the it's bottom? It's on top of the screen, yeah. So your screen is definitely a lot lower than mine, because mine is on the top of my screen. It's way higher right now. Well, yeah, so like here's the here's where the camera is, right? Mm -hmm. that, about that height. And then my screen ends here. <laughs> where you off screen. Yeah, so my eye level is actually in the center of my screen. So mine's quite a bit higher. Yeah, mine's just like a little bit above it, above the center. Yeah, I like it that way. So those things where I actually, I remember the, the, everyone was talking about like, what's the best way to sit and so forth and how you should view stuff. And then Constantly. I was just kind of like, yeah, at least it's not my TV because I made a mistake with my TV. I don't know if I ever <laughs> told you guys this, but I've done a no. real, real bad mistake. Um, so you'll notice in my bedroom, right? There's a little desk on the, the side there and then there's the, Obviously, if you've been here to visit, you'll know that I have a, a bookcase that lines the one side of my room, and then there's obviously the cupboards on the other. The this side that's left with my left, my my whole setup for my computer. So where does the TV go in this scenario if you've got bookcases on the one wall, a window on the other, and cupboards on the third? Or well, is only on the fourth wall available? So my TV is above this. So what? if I want to use my TV, I have to sit back and like crane my neck. Oh like no, this. we need to see this. <laughs> no, I, you don't need to see this. I it want a picture fine. now. You don't need to know. <laughs> I need a picture, Michael. Come on. I'll send you a picture later, baby. But yeah, yeah, yeah. the problem is also my bed is facing towards that desk over there. So yeah, I have to like sit on my side if I want to watch TV from bed. So That's a this TV is kind of only used for the Switch and nothing else. It's kind of its limitation. Yeah, but Mofi and Michael have like a streamer setup, you know, with the bed in the background and the camera on top of the screen yeah. <laughs> and our gamer chairs. <laughs> oh, so so comfortable. I've wanted one of these nice chairs for so many years. I've been using the saddest chairs for so long. So I've finally got a nice one now and I'm really tough with it. The biggest thing for me is this headrest. I really wanted something that actually supports my head because gosh, I was built slightly bigger than most people, and those office chairs are disgraceful. It's not fair. Like, you sit there with your head hanging over the back of the thing, and you're just like, Arr. 
Well, not everyone has their screen above them, Michael. <laughs> oh, that, 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 that's just dumb. That, that's, not, that's just stupidity. I'm sorry. Like, I, I really thought it was going to be not so bad. I would just lie in my bed and watch. But after a while of like, you know, the, 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 the sand people, you know how they sleep with their arms cradled like this on their head? They sleep on their sides. I don't know if you've ever seen that. No. No, no one's seen that? Okay, just me. Um, yeah, so basically, they, they sleep in the, in the bush felt with their heads propped up on their arms on their elbow. And I tried to do that on my bed there. And after like, like maybe two hours of watching shows, you're just like, I'm dying. And obviously, I'm uh, slightly visually impaired for distance. So like, I usually try to wear glasses. So if you can imagine, I'm busy pressing my head with a glasses frame back here, squashing into my skull. And I'm just like, ah! <laughs> So then you just embrace that the show has to be slightly blurrier. I can't be bothered. Stuff it. Yeah, that sounds like a pain in the ass. Like, whenever I watch movies, I just use my phone. Like, it's it's super convenient. Mm. But, you know, like, when you're, like, lying down with your phone and then, then like, just using it like this and it's like, ah, yes, ah. <laughs> I have seen this really cool gadget that could actually work on your bed, Tertius. It's uh, like a hook that clips onto the base of your, your headboard and it attaches mm. your phone in like an arch and holds your phone <laughs> above your face. It's like, I want that in life. There's, there's an invention for everything. I was going to say, have you ever seen the low-budget version of that? The no, person no. gets a cardboard box and cuts a hole for the phone at <laughs> the top of it. And they just, like, pop it up with two little slots and then it just sits there with that. Oh, it's so good. I love it. I should oh. get that. Yeah, a cardboard yeah. box is actually convenient. The only thing is, obviously, you're going to feel a little bit suffocated, I reckon. Uh, I have to give yourself a couple bit. of air holes or something. Yeah, especially uh, yeah. in the summer, like right now. We all have our fans on for a reason, yeah. I don't have my fan on. <laughs> but anyway, oh, there was another, there was something else I wanted to talk about. You remember my traumatic experience with the Kit Kat last week? Yeah, yeah. So, so this, so during the week, like when I was just scrolling through my news feed, like I generally like wake up and then go through the news to see, like, oh, has something happened over the night, like a cataclysmic adult. event? Like, has a cataclysmic event happened? No, okay, cool, meme time. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, um, so then I was scrolling through it and I just see this, like, this, like, it looked like an ad at first because it was like Nestle, Kit Kat, and all that. It's like, oh, what's this? I've never, I haven't seen a Nestle Kit Kat ad, like, on on the, my newsfeed ever. So then I look at it and it's like, oh, Nestle has recalled like these specific Kit Kats because of fears that there may be glass inside them. <laughs> so I can only assume that the guy who was supposed to be like checking these ingredients being put in either wasn't wearing his glasses or his glasses went in. <laughs> <laughs> That traumatizes uh, me so much, Tertius, because my family, well, my old, my younger brother, I think binge ate, you know, the, the Kit Kats that come with the two in them? Yeah. He binge ate, well, my mom got a box of them because my dad's obsessed with Kit Kats at the moment. And so we we're all eating Kit Kats at the moment. Ate like 10 of them in one sitting. And I said, I was like, I got back from campus that day and I was like, who left all of these Kit Kat wrappers here? Mom gets home. Older brother. Yeah, see you, son, here. He ate all of the Kit Kats. I didn't even get a single Kit Kat. I was just, I was like, 
oh, okay, so I now know who the culprit was behind the Kit Kats going missing. <laughs> and now I need to worry, did did he eat glass? I mean, he obviously didn't. If you eat, eat glass, it shows almost instantly that you ate glass. But did he yeah. eat glass? Yeah. And I was telling Michael this week, like, I'm so happy that what I got was just no wafer instead of just a glass wafer. Imagine that, just like, like, mm, yes, okay, my wafer's gone, and then suddenly the next bike. It's like, oh ah. <laughs> no, I, I agree, honest. Oh, like, I can only imagine that it wouldn't be whole pieces of, like, big glass, but it would be, like, small shards and stuff. Yeah. And that must mm. destroy your insides. I can only imagine. Oh. Yeah, your esophagus is very soft. As I say, you know, you know that you talk about like oh, getting weird things in your food or whatever. I have a, a piece of food that everyone likes that I don't eat. Uh, you know, no. cocoa pops from KFC. Cocoa pops? You just need oh, the pops. Not cocoa <laughs> pops. <laughs> sprinkle pops. Sprinkle pops. Sprinkle pops. Sorry, I love sprinkle pops. pops. Yeah, yeah, sprinkle pops are those little like chicken balls, or whatever, and you put spice over them. Um, yeah. I'll never forget the day that I was eating sprinkle pops <laughs> and one of the, I was like obviously chowing down grabbing them out the little bowl whatever they, on the cup they give it in, um, and then I grabbed the sprinkle pop and this thing has a whole bone sticking out of it like on both sides and I was like what? how did this even happen? I didn't think that was possible. <laughs> they wow. didn't blend the chicken enough. I just yeah well so I can only assume that uh, in this uh the ingredients that they use for uh, sprinkle pops, they must be grinding up entire bones as well. Because I, yeah, I think it's all the offcuts and stuff that they usually convert into those kinds of things. So Not um, all of it, but some of it, yeah. It's like the same that McDonald's uses to make chicken nuggets. Hmm. For some reason, people have this like complete misconception that they just take baby chicks and then pop them into a blender. I've been hearing that so much, and it's like know, you guys. So they they do yeah. do that to a degree. Um, it's usually on farms for laying hens. If a male chick is born, they get blended up, and that is just a sad reality of it. Uh, that depends on the farm. It's not every single farm no, no, that I'm, does I'm this. I'm saying it does happen. I'm not saying how many. I'm farms saying it was a, it was another Peter propaganda campaign as well. That's why it's so well known because Peter loves shock factor. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But but usually when they make it, they tend to put like actual chicken in there. Hmm. You know, like to go with like the cartilage or whatever you else you put in there i'm not sure about the entire ingredients i just know like just a quick google search will be like oh hey yeah they don't actually do that to the baby chicks all the time all not the time. everyone not everyone is that cruel some people do it like don't yeah. get me wrong but i'm pretty sure mcdonald's and kfc would rather not do that well, I was going to say, I think McDonald's and KFC, I think they are, a lot of their stuff is halal, so I don't think it would be at least that quick of a process, at least I can assume. Um, or at least I'd hope to assume that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I, oddly enough, you talk about, like, how people have a misconception of what's inside of, like, chicken nuggets and stuff. <laughs> have you guys ever seen that clip of, like, Jamie Oliver trying to show these, like, young kids what is made, what chicken nuggets are made of? Have you ever seen that? No. I've heard of it. <laughs> so the, the long that short of it is that basically he's got this like table. He's busy blending up different bits of chicken and showing them all the gross gooey stuff. And these kids are going, "Ew, it's so gross!" Ah! And then he's like, "Yeah." And this is what they usually make out of chicken nuggets or whatever. And then he's like, "Oh, it's so gross!" What, what, what? And then he like finishes making them after frying them up. And he's like, "So now, after seeing all that, who wants some?" And then like all the kids put up their hands. <laughs> and it's just the most traumatic thing for this poor man. 
Oh, that's that's definitely kind of thing that uh, I can probably imagine. I saw it on something like uh, R slash people dying inside or something or other. Because <laughs> you just see this poor man is soul leaving his body. Just like I failed this entire point of this. There's just no worth to it. It's funny because like you know the expression. Uh, no one wants to see the sausage being made because sausages go through the same process as chicken nuggets, but with like other animals. Um, and most people, once you tell them what goes into a sausage, they're like, okay, maybe I shouldn't have one of these right now. We'll have one a week later. Chicken nuggets, nah, I'll, give me the chicken nugget. Give me my nuggets. Yeah, same. It's like, it's like the same with growing mushrooms. Like you grow mushrooms like in manure. Yeah. Like you grow them in poo, but they're still, they still taste amazing. It doesn't matter how something's made. It's the end product. I mean, you were all in the womb at some point. That's fucking disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> you all started off as asses at some point. <laughs> but no, I, just, no, I think that's a bit unfair because we know people are disgusting as a general rule. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's true. <laughs> You're not starting off on a good baseline on that one. <laughs> I don't care. People are disgusting and we know it. I've actually seen people who grow like homemade mushrooms and they like grow them in buckets and stuff that like grows upside down. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. I've only ever like grown like normal veg at my house. So like, you know, the typical tomatoes and parsley and all that kind of thing, which is quite nice. Um, although I don't think my family's ever had particular success with like the big fruit. So like we've grown lemons successfully and things like that but like oh you ever try to grow like cherries or anything like that oh i must tell you i'm so frustrated we've been trying to grow gooseberries right but my garden has a pest problem of things that we can't get rid of because they're too cute we have squirrels so (laughs) the problem is i can't do anything horrible to a squirrel i love squirrels um so our our gooseberries are growing right (laughs) and they're growing quite well the problem is you'll come back after a day waiting to see if your your gooseberries have gotten you know a bit better and they've grown and more ripened now and then you'll see next to the gooseberry bush there'll be this little pile of wrappers because basically squirrels will go there they'll take all these gooseberry off and they'll take the outer layer off stack them in a little pile <laughs> eat the insides and i just got this little pile of their trash they're like oh thank you i've kept all the mess in one spot for you and i'm like you, you may reuse little this human <laughs> i'm so upset so we are i would say we have gooseberries but we don't <laughs> yeah but squirrels are like really smart i mean like, uh, there was this one video you you referred to me where this guy made uh, an entire school obstacle course. Mm, the mock of it. Yes. Yeah, I love that. It's just like seeing a, a squirrel. There's just something about seeing a squirrel do like a, a ninja warrior course. It's just, it's, just, it's just so fucking entertaining, especially the pregnant one. So say, I, I love the fact that squirrels just literally don't die from falling because they can't and they're just so well built in that regard evolution wise because i even saw a clip the other day of people working on one of those you know those fake tree like cell phone tower things yeah they were working on one of those and then like at some point they were like moving with a crane or something and you just see in the video this little thing come flying off the side of it and land on the ground next to these dudes and go running between their legs the squirrel fell from one of those things and was just fine he was just left oh, wow. I was like, okay sure okay now squirrels those things hey, hey, hey. their terminal velocity is nice <laughs> <laughs> 
We, I like the fact that scrolls don't do that, but sometimes it irritates me that ants can never reach a terminal velocity, no matter how from how high you drop them. They just don't oh, yeah, go splat. Yeah. They're too, they're too light. They, they just fall. Mm. Ants are just built well, man. They're not fair. They have so much strength, and they don't die from fall damage. It's not fair. They need a nerf. That's unbelievable. <laughs> the nerf is a boot squash. Well, I was gonna say, like, I don't know. Do you think other countries have as much problems with ants as we do? Because I don't know about yes. you guys, ants but like, are a thing. ants are insane. Yeah, I'm it's so glad we don't have as much issues with fire ants in this country. Do I we even have I... fire ants? Oh, I was going to tell you, I, I well, actually Well, they're not saw... indigenous. Yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. Michael. No, no, I told Tulia a story a while back, actually, of my only experience ever with fire ants. <clears throat> it was basically, we were at a, one of those, like... You know, country restaurants kind of things where there's a, a kids play area and so forth and Michael was stuffing around at the play area and I remember one of the things that they had there was this massive boulder thing that the kids were all climbing up and down of like fools and what I thought would be cool was there was basically it was kind of like a hit, like small little dips in the grass there and I thought it'd be really cool to jump off of this rock into one of those little dips I thought that'd be like really cool and I was like yeah I'm gonna do this so I jumped down there slid down this little bit of a hill into this dip and I was like yeah it's so cool but then two seconds later I was on fire I'd basically been covered from head to toe in fire ants <laughs> and I was just like screaming I was like this is the worst thing ever so I went running over there it's like help I'm really flipping big attacked and I was like these things are pinching me and I'm trying to wipe them off and they're not and I, all I remember after that, I can't even remember how they end up getting them all off of me, but I remember at some point I was like drenched in freezing cold water at some point in that process. I'm not sure if it even helped, but I remember that freezing cold water hitting me, which was some relief I'll get. Uh, but yeah, fire ants, they're yeah. not cool. Mm -mm. Yeah, but were they fire ants? Because fire ants, that sting you. They don't... Well, I, they... either way, I know that these ants were attacking me to some degree. Uh, maybe that's a different type yeah. of ant. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was just, you know, the average African ant. There's, there's like red ones that... Oh, yeah, like, it's probably those yeah, then. Mm. Those, those things bite and they hurt. But I'm just happy we don't have things like a bullet ant or... Oh. Okay, yeah. so a bullet ant, I actually, the only time I've ever seen that was on that... There was a show where this guy would go around, like, trying out the different stings from all these insects. Do you yeah. know what show I'm talking about? I remember yeah, yeah, he tried yeah. that thing. Oh my gosh. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, but there's like there's like a, an indigenous tribe in South America that has like this coming of age ritual for young men. So then, what they'll do is they'll put they'll force the the kid who's now becoming an adult type of thing to put his hand into like a container like full of bullet ants, and he has to keep it there, and he's not allowed to show pain. Because men don't show pain. Yeah, that's just like you. I would. I would not care. I'm a woman now. I. <laughs> I will be a I boy be for screaming. the remainder of my life. Mm -mm -mm. Yo, I don't think I'd be too keen on that one, eh? I'd rather go find the city somewhere. Hopefully, I can learn the language quick enough. Because yo, that sounds really painful. Goodness gracious. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's quite, it's quite interesting to think about uh, speaking of those indigenous tribes and stuff because usually you think of like Amazonian tribes and so forth mm. and uh, I actually haven't heard much of that stuff in a long time it's like I think the last I heard was stuff like um, deforestation to the extreme degree busy moving animals out and also obviously the tribes and stuff were having to move deeper into the forest and so forth so 
It's interesting to think that people who try to stay out of civilization just can't seem to get rid of uh, people trying to peek in on their lives all the time. No, I think it's because it's like such a foreign thing to them. It's like we're basically aliens to them at this point. Because we have like this advanced technology like chopping down a tree and they're like, what is that? Why is there metal mish? Why is there metal alien coming for me or something? You've I know there's this one tree. tribe uh, that's like isolated on an island that yeah that has basically just been completely isolated for their entire lives but then recently it was discovered that uh because there was a shipwreck there mm. by accident yeah that they some that they've One now would advanced hope to, that the shipwreck yeah. wreck was an accident they've now advanced into the iron age because they've been taking the wreck apart yeah no is, i heard the exact same story it's actually really cool it's really interesting so it's like a strange thing because you can't just like because they they attack on site obviously and mm. um, but like you can't just like go into an indigenous tribe because that's basically like uh, discovering the new world all over again and then bringing every single disease you are basically immune to to them and then they're just getting a double whammy of smallpox covid uh the flu everything polio. yeah polio <laughs> So yeah, it's kind of like, a, I think that's probably why we don't hear that much about them. It's because we don't want to contact them because we're probably just doing more harm than, you know, trying to integrate them or something. But then again, integrate them into what? Yeah, integrate them into what? Yeah. I wonder if we are cool. So this is now obviously going into the realm of fantasy here just a little bit. It'd be kind of interesting. <laughs> but like, imagine what kind of experiments you could do with those people. Like... Just for example, sending a cell phone on a little buoy and just like having it play <laughs> music to them. Just like seeing what they'll do with it, you know? Just like having destroy it play music. It. You think they'll destroy it? I don't know, I kind of interesting. Like you just give them Demon some smooth beats or something. Juice. Like maybe you go with placid music, you give them smooth jazz, you know? <laughs> <laughs> just see what'll happen. I don't, it's kind of interesting, you know? Okay. That would really be interesting to like, to like have like a a sort of simulation type thing where you could like go back in time and then give them a cell phone or something and then see how it goes through time and changes things i know there oh. was a there was a episode of um love death and robots that like did that, that yeah that that like covered that but then it was like hitler but it was obviously like a complete joke mm-hmm. because it's like oh yeah so in this scenario hitler gets saved by by future hitler who learned how to time travel or something like that or oh, way <laughs> or my personal favorite where he basically uh gets a snoo snoot to death michael does what snoo snoo is yeah, I just, I'm, I'm shocked to hear I, i've never watched this uh, series i know it's a netflix show and i've been told to yeah. watch it but i've never had a chance um but quite an interesting one but i was gonna say you can't talk about hitler and time travel Without mentioning my favorite movie of all time. Oh no. No. For those who don't know it and have not been blessed, you can watch this entire movie on YouTube. It is called Kung Fury. And it is the best piece of cinema to ever be created. <laughs> it's only um, for your minutes. benefit, yeah, it's only 40 minutes. It's only 40 minutes, benefit. but it's a full feature length as far as I'm <laughs> concerned with the amount of content in that movie. It's incredible. It's basically about a guy who is a cop and he basically uses kung fu or whatever. And then at some point, he 
gets uh, like a whole lot of people at his like precinct get killed by Hitler. Um, so he decides that he needs to travel back in time to go and kill Hitler as a kung fu fighting cop. And there's this whole element of going back to the the dinosaur age and there being uh, laser raptors and so forth. And I'm not going to say anything more because this movie needs to be experienced. I don't want to spoil anything. <laughs> every single yeah. plot twist, every single little bit of content is just beautiful. It's <laughs> incredible. He should have had you the moment he said, like, laser source, dinosaurs plus lasers. What gets better than that? Laser Vikings. raptors. They're, they're oh, Vikings, yes, Vikings. They? I'm not going to say what they are, but they're... Mm. What a movie. Yo, they even have like a whole... No, I will not say it further. Actually, no. I, I will say one more thing. His, his partner is so-called Triceracop, which is a Triceratops, and just like, with just the head on this like normal guy's body. Oh, what a movie. So oh. disproportionate. Wink. Wink. It's just... It... How could you make a better movie? That's the problem. That's why movies these days don't get like really good ratings, is because we peaked at Kung Fury. <laughs> Like, everyone talks about, like, oh, uh, you know, with The Godfather and so forth. But we all know. Kung you Fury cannot was talk the about The Godfather. You haven't watched it. You I have not watched it. it. <laughs> and I know you haven't watched it. So don't come at The Godfather. I didn't say anything wrong about The Godfather. I just mm -hmm. said some people talk about it. Like good mm -hmm. yeah. We said like, it's a good movie, too, mm -hmm. Lee. We never said anything. Bad, I guess. Oh, he was gonna say something bad. This is Michael. No, I, was, I would have said something to be rude, though. Don't get me wrong. I was thinking about it, but I didn't. Um, there's, there's a lot of like these cult following movies, like uh, The Godfather, that I haven't watched. But like, I tried to guess to some of them. But Godfather is really well received and has incredibly good ratings. Um, but I haven't watched it. <laughs> so I tried yeah, to watch same. some of them. Like uh, one of the ones that I've watched that I really, really enjoyed, and I actually think it's really worthy of the. Uh, praise it gets is actually Pulp Fiction. I love that. That was incredibly good. I really enjoyed that. That if yeah, neither of you watched that. It. No. <gasps> so you I, have, watched that I watched it. I watched it on the plane. <laughs> I did the memes. <laughs> it's got good memes. Yeah. That, I've seen that, the memes. Uh, there's, there's another one that's got memes in that similar realm. It's a movie called The Room, and it's got that. that one uh, I, watched. Uh, I did not hit her. I did not. You know that meme. You know that one. <laughs> Yeah, it's like hello Mark or something or other. I've seen the yes. memes for it, but I've never watched the room, so I need to watch that at some point. That's another one that I know of. That um, is on our list. Yeah, it's like there's quite a few movies I really need to watch. Do you know what's a sinful one that I've never watched? And I feel terrible to say this because I really want to watch them, and I just always forget to watch them when I'm looking for a movie. I really want to watch the John Wick movies. That is also going on our list. You haven't watched the John Wick movies? I've not watched a single one, not a single what? one. What? They're so good. How could you, how could you not just, watch I've the Keanu Reeves? That's the thing, oh. I, I love him as an actor. I mean, I, I liked him at The Matrix. <laughs> to be honest, I haven't seen the last movie yet. Like, I wanted to watch it in cinemas, but it was too late. Mm, the newest Matrix, I also haven't watched that one. I haven't either, yeah. Oh, no, I'm not that. going to. I, I, I know that's probably uh, bad. I don't really remember the, the other Matrix movies, excluding the first one. The first one was definitely the peak for me, personally. I just loved it. I thought it was so good. Um, so the first one is the best one out of the entire franchise, which is why I'm hesitating watching the final Matrix movie, um, just because of how the progression went with the, other, with the trilogy. But I do watch it. I binge-watched the Matrix trilogy a few times. I haven't even finished the third movie. <laughs> I don't blame you. It was a pain. 
I watched the first one, it was amazing. I watched the second one, was very underwhelmed, and then I forgot the third one existed. Silly, silly. Yeah. I, I, there was like some, one of the Matrix movies, I don't know if it's the second or the third one, where they're like hyping themselves up for war and there's some sketchy stuff going on. Which one is yeah. that? It's the second one. Okay, I remember that movie. I was traumatized. I couldn't watch the end of it because of that as a kid. I was just like traumatized. I was like, no, what's going on? I don't want to see this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love. I remember that yeah. left me quite impacted as a kid. <clears throat> but you know, I, I don't know. What other movies are I can think of in the similar realm to Matrix and those movies? Uh, I remember there's that um, movie that uh, Tom Cruise did. What was Mission that movie Impossible? called? No, not Mission Impossible. It was also like robotic stuff and it was like a time traveling, resetting time thing every day. Oh, um, was Edge was, of Tomorrow. It, it was yes. Edge of Tomorrow, yeah. That movie, oddly enough, was based off of manga. Did you guys know that? Did not know that, no. Mm. I, I'll, I'll see if I can find the name for you quickly. I also didn't know there was... No, I want to go read that because the movie was kind of meh. So I can say I didn't mind the movie. I wouldn't say it was like mind-blowing or anything like that. Um... Oh, now I gotta try and find the move the the manga that it's based off of. What if I didn't know one? the ring was based off of a Japanese movie and then manga as well. Until I'd watched it like the third time and I was like, ah, that makes sense. Yeah. That does make sense. Yeah, so something along the lines of like all you need is kill or something. It's a really badly named manga. That's all the you one. Need is kill. <laughs> something like that. I think it's that one. But yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, it's it's the the manga I can say. I remember reading it, I literally like binge read it in like one go. And I remember thinking, that oh, was solid. But I, yeah. I wouldn't say I took more from it than the, the Tom Cruise movie either, to be honest. It's just one of those mm. things that's interesting is that it was based off of that. So yeah, little tidbit of info. Um, I do like the premise of uh, the whole resetting day thing though. I love that, like the whole Groundhog Day thing. I think it's really interesting. interesting. Um, one, the one thing that I've been subject to that I like to an excessive degree is like webtoons and stuff where often it's the whole you know he dies after something happens and then he goes back and gets another chance to read it all oh love, I oh, love no. it oh uh, you know what the weird thing is Tash is a lot of those yeah. you'd think it's like you know usually the superpower stuff you know I've read one that was literally about a guy studying to be a lawyer and he got like assassinated by some like gang leader or something. And then he goes back to put this guy. No, it wasn't a gang leader. It was like the prime minister who wanted to become the president or something of Korea. And yeah, that's a very good one. I love that. Uh, but yeah, maybe not fangirl my webtoons too much because yeah, uh, yeah. I love those things. Mm. No, we fangirl mm. quite often about webtoons. There's one that I really enjoyed as well. Um, that isn't also a supernatural one. The supernatural ones are good especially if they play the cliches really well. But this one here was this girl who basically Izikaya's into a, a manga um, that she's read as a secondary character. But as you read the story and it progresses, you're like, you've stolen the spotlight of the main character without realizing it and have continuously tried to go back to your time because you missed your high school experience. But you're getting a better one here. It was, it was well done the way that that cliche was done. Oddly enough, actually, I was going to say that although he doesn't probably get into the reincarnation stuff, I do know that Tash has read a couple of webtoons. Like, I know you used to really yeah. like Tower of God, and you loved, um, good. you really like uh, Solo Leveling, which is just finished, and everyone's really chuffed with how that's finally ended and stuff. 
That's oh yeah, lovely. I forgot about solo living completely. Jeez. Did you get it to the end or not? No, I'm not. I'm not at the end yet. I oh, think I have like ten, ten of the final ones. I was waiting for it to finish because mm. I, I like caught up to it like completely within a few days, mm. and then I was just sort of waiting for it to continue, and then sort of forgot about it. What I will yeah, say yeah, is but... like Tower of God, like that. That it. I still haven't finished the the second season, or the second season in the webtoon of it. But yeah, the anime was absolute trash. I can't. I can't believe how. How you take a story and then suddenly decide to like take out the most important elements. So like at the start, like with in Tower of God, obviously I don't want to spoil too much, but there was a there was like the major twist of like there was mm. like a betrayal twist that in mm. in the show, and then in the anime it just comes out it's like oh yeah no, like this person's not a good person like from the start. Like that was like the biggest twist ever. It was like suddenly, um, it was Nala becoming Scar. <laughs> no, well, we'll just, yeah, I think we could put a little bit of a, just like a slight spoiler on that one because it's like it's a little bit. But like the thing is, yeah, I agree with you completely. The problem was is that they kind of took away the impact of this whole thing because it had this whole idea of you know trying to think that everyone's good and that everyone has a reason for what they do but then some people are just dicks for no reason and it's just like yeah well anime form we have only 12 episodes we'll just get in there let's get it done no, no. Yeah. although i will say that the intro and outro of that show were bangers both oh yo <laughs> i'm not a big k-pop guy but yo <laughs> okay sorry <laughs> oh no i tried but, to yeah. watch an anime because of its intro that's been sitting in my playlist for so long by Dreamcatcher actually and I watched I think the first and the uh one and a half episodes and I was like nope trash bye you have fooled <laughs> me with your elusively good intro bye. what is it you have to tell us come on yeah you can't just say the one we tried to watch I'll go get the name of it. I'll literally, better, I'll please. interrupt the conversation that we're having now, now. I can, uh, I can tell you of another one that did the exact same thing, which is also webtoon based. Yo, <laughs> have you guys tried God of High School? No. I read the, the oh, manga. Oh my gosh. So I, I originally tried to read the webtoon a little bit and it was, it was okay. I, I, got, I was enjoying it, but I kind of had it on hold for a bit because I was reading other stuff. So then I was like, the anime came, I was like, oh, well, sick. I can like just watch the anime. And then it had this intro. And I was, oh, that intro was sick. It got me hyped for every single episode. <laughs> and I remember it started off and I was like, yeah, this is just looking good. Yeah, this is actually like looking really solid. The animation's great. The, the story's coming to fruition. It's got a beautiful design. I love the color. It's all popping all the time. And obviously you got my hype intro getting me ready for every episode. I think the outro <laughs> was also good. I don't know why the Korean music was just freaking amazing in these two shows. Um, then pacing happened. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't even care if this is a spoiler because I don't want anyone to watch this garbage. I'm sorry. Okay. This trash starts off like we're going to have a high school competition. So it starts off like we're doing martial arts. Then it kind of goes a little bit into the superpowers thing. Now we're at episode 11 and we're fighting gods. And I'm like, I in 12 episodes. <laughs> oh. How does that happen? No, 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 no. This is not cool. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've never had a show just take me out of it completely. And I remember they even like had like really bad CGI. And I was like, I, you could at least make it pretty if it's going to be trash. I mean, come on. <laughs> Give me oh. pretty trash. Like, uh, I don't know. I finished it just so that I could be done with it. And I was just like, 
You've really demotivated me to ever watch anything you guys make. This was like that. And I remember Map is a good studio. The animation quality is usually so good. It's well, 50-50, I guess. They 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 do the new Attack on Titan, which is really good, and they're doing very well in that one. Um, yeah, that new Attack on Titan is amazing. Last episode's coming out tonight. It's the last episode. And we have a couple of more. The season. I don't know. Don't you dare I... tell me it's the end. I don't want to say <laughs> I think it's the end. I think it's oh, the end of tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the last episode today. Uh, so, good luck. Watch, I'm Ola, calling it now. Look this up. You're gonna flipping traumatize me for Watch, life. I'm calling yeah. it now. One of two things is going to happen. Either they're going to try and squeeze a lot of things into this last episode, or it's probably going to be a movie. <laughs> Crossing fingers for a movie. Oh, uh, uh, season 4 part 2 consists of 12 episodes according to this random article I see and we are currently airing episode 7 so yeah no, I think we got a couple seven. of episodes yeah, yeah yeah we're on 7 right now oh okay I thought we were a lot further <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. as of the recording oh, you're traumatizing me buddy on, oh. this, on the 20th of February <laughs> this is we are currently on episode 7 yeah, you, well, you'll probably find when we release this, this will be like the season end of the year ago. <laughs> like, <laughs> <all this. laughs> like everyone's already watching Attack on Titan school version of season three or something, you know? It's like... Uh, you know. They'll be at the beach episode, you know? Mm. It's, it's a mandatory beach episode. They have to go to the beach and... There has to be some beach. Oddly enough, Attack on Titan didn't have plot. a beach episode at like season three, part two, which was like the most emo beach episode ever. But <laughs> if either of you remember what I'm talking about, I don't want to spoil for anyone who's going to catch up on the show. I, re I remember, but yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, everyone, spoilers. Uh, <laughs> we're not really that sorry. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Dreamcatcher song is called Eclipse. It's really i like dreamcatcher because they came up in the k-pop industry as like a pop group but then they really took the alternative route and are more of a k-rock group in my opinion mm -hmm. um but their music is so great and just the instruments and everything that come across it this song is eclipse and it is the opening of an anime called king's raid mm. which is about as cliche as cliches can get and it's not even a tastefully done cliche i suppose i'd watch it maybe in dubbed mm, i don't like watching things in dub hence the face if i was distracted and doing something i didn't want to do in any case that's when i'd watch the rest of the season so i just could, that, I could no. be flicked through the, the the intro just out of pure curiosity um i mean it definitely, I see what you mean by looking generic, but you know what came across my mind when you when I was look, flicking through it? I was thinking like, this looks like King's Avatar if it was bad. Oh, oh, but King's Avatar is so good. That's incredible. That is the, the one Chinese origins one that I just think is mind-blowing. Oh, yeah. oh, that is just so good. I love how we're talking about anime. I was like, we could have a whole episode on this trash and we're now ending an episode with this. this is some nonsense right here. Like in this episode, though, well, no, like you know, we're in the second half of the second hour. Yeah. So you know what I mean. But I uh, feel like anime would keep coming up. Oh my gosh, Tushes, <laughs> you girl is so great. Yu -Gi -Oh so far. No, especially I'll get the hair. Back on Yu-Gi-Oh. No, uh, we're not going back on Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we're not. No, we're past that topic. No, 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 no
Oh, no, she's the person who talks about Yu-Gi-Oh with me. She's gone now. I am back. I am back. Okay. No, I just want to say one thing about Yu-Gi-Oh that I wanted to mention earlier. Just I was going to say that I remember there's only two characters that people fangirl over in Yu-Gi-Oh. Okay. It's Yame Yugi. No, no one likes Yugi. I refuse to believe that. Probably they do. I'm just being excessive for the sake of the joke. Um, they like Joey Wheeler because of his English dub. It's hilarious. It's so good. He's literally got the Boston accent. It's just amazing. And then the Love second it. one is Kyber because mm -hmm. he's too hot for any reasonable amount for a kid's show. Genuinely agree with that. That's just literally it. He's just too attractive. It's not fair. He's literally just like, I'm rich and hot. That is my persona. Oh, and I'm angry, kind of, but like Loki angry. Yeah. Loki, it's that, it's that, um, it's that hot soldering anger. Mm -mm -mm. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's obviously the persona that I strive for in everyday life. <laughs> Someone, please take a screenshot of that. Please don't. No, I'm, cutting this whole thing. I'm cutting this whole interaction. <laughs> No, but speaking of card games, card games, I saw that Michael has like this Frank Frankenstein container of Uno card games. Oh, yeah. Cards. Yeah. Have either of you ever... Sorry, let me rephrase that question. Have Tertius and anyone else watching and listening to this ever played Crazy 8? Because I know Michael has not. What do you mean? Truly, I was there when we played it together. Exactly. So you have, right? Michael has not, which is why I excluded him from this from the get-go. Crazy 8. <laughs> Broke man's Uno, literally. <laughs> Doesn't matter where you go in South Africa, you will always find people who play Crazy Eight. The exception is Michael. And so, obviously, everyone, you can hear this is a personal attack. I hope you're all taking note. I would like to point out there's a reason that I've never played Crazy Eight. Because you always, always have Uno. my dodgy pack of Uno. It's always available. No, by the way, can but... I say something interesting? It's because he this doesn't is... get invited. No, look at how funny this is. By the way. <laughs> Maybe it's that. But as I say, <laughs> look how many Uno cards are in here. That is a chunky pack of Uno cards. I think there's three separate decks in here that are just squashed together. I mean, we I'm, all have shit. Speaking yeah. of another thing about Uno, I have a real pack of Uno as well. <laughs> <laughs> and not just your Frankenstein pack. So, so the reason I have all these Uno cards out was because my brother was going out the other day and he was looking for the Uno and I couldn't find the dodgy pack of Uno. So I found a nice pack and I was like, I haven't unwrapped it, but fine, you can borrow it. And then he ended up finding the dodgy pack. So he gave me both back, both packs now. <laughs> and they happen to be on my desk right now for this exact conversation. So it looks like I have an obsession with uh, Uno, but I promise I don't. Obviously, no. the best game to be obsessed over is Jenga. Everyone knows that. Crazy eights. Crazy eights, hands down. That card game you mix in as many packs of cards as you can you can play it with so many people and the nice thing about it is that it adapts to the different group of people so you'll have like people that play with k for continue uh, carry on q for con uh, continue j's always jump seven is reverse it's just you always my thing to do is always ask people it's like i've played this game but what are your rules Which is nice. rules like what is like k for carry on k is oh yeah so crazy yeah. eight has this um as this, yeah, truly, it's better if you explain it. <laughs> so, literally, is the king. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah no, I got that part. I was like, what does okay. carry on mean? That's what I get. Is because uh, you would say you have skip or J for jump, which I assume is the skip. So, yeah. then it's not carry on. What does carry on mean then? Oh, so uh, for example, if they put down a two card, which is like plus two in Uno, you put down and you're like, pick up Q 
two. And then he's like, ah, ah, I don't want to pick up two. I'm so close to it. I have a K. Carry on to the next player. And then sometimes it also allows you to continue your own turn. So you'd play this and then you play another card on top of that to help you get rid of the cards. It's a really biased thing, which is why you need to clarify rules from the beginning. Mm. Um, of it i yeah. say now that crazy eight is what uno wishes it could maintain itself being hear me out hear me out hear me out <laughs> uno you're a great game and people love you but when you started coming out and saying that people can't put two plus twos together um people no, are coming for you i'm sorry i've never met anyone takes. that actually follows that rule i don't My know anyone precisely. no one follows those rules I, it's the same with crazy eight we have our own rules for uno i'm sorry i don't believe uh, that for a second yeah. no crazy eight is it's a beautiful game like that um but the whole point that i wanted to bring up crazy eight into this podcast was to flame my school for being as biased as they were towards my group of friends um for interest sake i was a part of like the outcast group of friends i if you ask these two here and anyone else that knows me they'll tell you i know the whole world so i can't really say i was a part of that does, i don't yeah. know the whole world i don't yeah, know the she, whole she world does. She, does. she, she doesn't she know you personally by name but she knows someone that lives next door to you she knows you don't worry she yeah. knows everyone watching now uh, you'll probably know her by the end of this episode Oh my god! She'll, she'll message you personally, and then you'll be friends. Thank you for watching. Anything. This podcast was created so that Tuli has more outreach for making friends. This oh, was what this was created no. for. This was no, she's like this... she wants to infect the world. That's what she's Michael, here for. You know what this podcast was made for. This podcast was made so that we could accept the resumes for Michael to find a girlfriend. No. That is exactly <laughs> what this podcast was made for. for. Please, it is um, casual pandemonium contacts. Please email us your resumes for um, Michael's significant others. Trim uh, T's and C's apply. What T's and C's are there? Why are they going to get offended by? I don't even know. This yeah. is some odd garbage. Again, that's casual pandemonium contact at gmail.com. Please send your resumes through. We do accept them at the moment. <laughs> The worst part is that, uh, but you know, let me not say anything more. I'll just stop the closet. I'm going to pretend this was never stated. That's what yes. I'm going to go with. Uh-huh, sure. Until we bring pictures. up the resume topic. But so I, uh, my group of mm. friends, what we did is there was this one passage between two classrooms um, that people would try and get past if we weren't there, which was seldom. We were always there. And there was about um, seven guys and about eight girls in my group of friends. So we took up that entire corridor like no one was getting past us at all and one of the teachers would often refer to us as like this gang she felt like she was walking through an alleyway <laughs> someone's about to pickpocket her and anything um and we always played crazy eights we used to play in classrooms but then we moved to playing in our actual group where we normally sat and they were like well you guys are busy gambling over there i was like we are not gambling well maybe we were the one time because the loser would have to buy like a pack of jelly beans oh wow um, okay but other than that, we were just having great fun and it would expand with random kids coming to play with us. And then we'll be like, yeah, no, these are the rules we play with. And it was just great, great fun. Probably why I know most of my school. But yeah, they just accused us of being a gambling gang of uh, anime smugglers. So while anime hearing smugglers. Us, she, she knew most of her school and my school and Tasha's school. Yeah. Because she was busy gambling between them. She probably had like a syndicate going where she would like get jelly beans from other schools and like, you know, if you come to the school meetup with all the representatives, we can get the whole horde of jelly beans or something. You'd probably find just something dodgy like that going on. That's Isn't that the SRC, Michael? We didn't get paid. It was trash. Yeah. What do you mean? I didn't get anything. 
<laughs> Oddly enough, my SLC at uh, university, as far as I know, right off they left, we finally got them to get paid. So hopefully they're going to be getting oh. some money. I don't know. We'll see. But like, school SLC. No, we were just free labor. Mm -mm. <laughs> oh, I remember I was on the flipping SLC and prefix so I was doing double work for no reason. What was I doing? Yeah, Why did I do this for garbage? Reason. My school was nice. We had the rule that if you were a prefect, you couldn't be, well, you wouldn't be permitted to be on the SRC just because they didn't want you to uh, have all of that workload. And so by default, I was forced to be SRC representative of my grade class. Sorry, not grade. It's because everyone knew you. No. Yes. <laughs> it's because I was not a prefect, Tertius. No, there that's were... exactly why. It's because most people knew you. That's how these school elections work. It doesn't matter <laughs> who you are. If people recognize your name on that list where they're voting, mm -hmm. you're getting voted for. And, and that's the problem. You. No one recognizes my name. That's Ever. why they voted for no, you. Exactly. No, no, no. It's obviously because her name didn't fit on the ballot. That's what it was. That's what the problem was. Let's just be honest. Yeah. Name's not oh. that long. The, the problem was I was like the nerd that was loud. That was the thing. So most people did know me, so I got all these random roles and I always used to sign up because I was raised with the belief of if there's something, sign up for it. So I was just there at everything. It was so bad. I was doing all this work. Oh, flip. Like, yeah. I remember that, that even the high school one, I was the blooming secretary. That was what I was. I was the SLC secretary. Oh, yeah. I remember taking notes in all the meetings and stuff. uni as well. With your yeah. horrible handwriting. <laughs> no, I didn't sign for everything. <clears throat> Remember um, when I was vice president? No, right before I became vice president in second second year, uh, they came yeah. to our classes with the the, the old uh, board members, and they were trying to convince people to sign up for like a dance <laughs> class. And then they knew I was becoming no! the new vice, so they were like, "Well, no, it wasn't dance <laughs> classes. It was." The school choir. That's what it was. It was the oh, school yeah, choir. That's what it was, yeah. So they were like, come on, everyone, Michael's signing up. I'm like, hey. Michael can't sing. Michael can't talk properly. What do you mean Michael's gonna sing? So then there goes my name in front of everyone. I'm like, hey. Um then uh I, I remember oh look. It was so bad. I remember I was thinking, they've signed me up, they've already sent my name through to this like they had their actual judges and stuff to see who would actually make it into this choir or whatever. And I was like, flop, I'm just going to get flamed into, into oblivion. It's not going to work out. So I remember I was thinking, what song could I even sing? And that was back when... Uh... <laughs> oh, so twinkle, embarrassing. Twinkle, twinkle, uh, little I, star. No, no, I remember I was thinking... Uh, this was back when uh, Ed Sheeran was still quite popular. He's um, still quite popular and I was thinking, now. I was thinking, oh no, this was when he was like really, really in his greatest stride or whatever. And I was thinking, maybe I can sing Castle on a Hill. And I was, I was like in the car on the way home, like thinking, could I sing this? Could I get away with this? Not getting flamed into out of my mind singing this garbage. Uh, long story short, uh, I was sick that day and I didn't come. <laughs> <laughs> the one day Michael willingly misses the school day ever. No, 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 I, I ended up contacting the guys and I, I seriously, I've got too much on my plate right now. I really can't do this. And then uh, I, I jumped ship. Yo, because uh, no. I don't think I would have been uh, the best person on the choir, if I'm being honest. Mm. I don't know. Have either of you been on choirs or singing related things? I have. I was on my school choir in primary school. And were you were you absolutely do I sing class? now? Yeah, no. 
my point precisely. Oh, okay. So that's the end of that. Okay. <laughs> no shame. It was one of like one of um, I too also ended up trying to skip school that day, but that um, my quiet teacher was not that nice to me at one point, and she quite literally berated my singing in front of all of my friends, and I took that so personally. I was like, not only are you insulting me after you praised me for how while I sang Twinkle Twinkle Little Stars to get into this choir in the first place, mind you, I didn't even want to join the choir. Um, <clears throat> so I am Muslim, and I went to a Christian ethics school, so they upheld Christian ethos, so a lot of Christian people did go to that school, but it wasn't a Christian school as per se. And there was one other little Muslim girl who was in the grade below me, and she really wanted to join the choir. But she was not allowed to join the choir because choirs generally sing hymns. And um, she came up to me and she spoke about that, and her parents, whom I didn't even know that well, said, you can join so long as Tuli joins too. And I was the <laughs> scapegoat into joining so many things. Um, and so I tried out for the choir with her. I was like, I will do it. It's on a Friday. It's going to kill me that it's on a Friday, but I will join the choir with you. And then I did, and I got in. I didn't think I would get in at first because I'd always been told by my family members that I can't sing. But then I got in on the choir and I was like, so maybe I can sing. Hmm. And um, in the choir and everything was went really, really well until solos came up. And my choir teacher signed me a very difficult song to sing. I was like, I can, I can do this. I can do this. Give me about a day or two to learn the lyrics to the song and I'll be able to sing it. Fine. Did I learn the lyrics to the song? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Did I try to explain to her when she suddenly called all of us, I think a week before we had to sing the songs, our solo songs, I was like, um, I've been so busy. I haven't had time to learn the lyrics properly. But if you give me like literally one more day, I will learn the lyrics properly and sing them in wherever you need me. She didn't give me the opportunity to do that. And so I was, I was like, um, ah, couldn't sing anything. And that's when she went at me in front of everyone. And I had to sit there afterwards until everyone else finished singing. To which she then berated me afterwards. And I was like, self-confidence shattered i am never singing again i don't want to come here anywhere went home didn't cry or anything but like i refused to get up the next morning and go to school i'd never missed a day of school in my life so my mom was like something is wrong went to the principal told her everything um i got a half-assed apology from this teacher which i refused to accept mind you because you insulted me in front of people but you want to apologize behind closed doors that's not how this works hey um, got a better apology later on and I just never went to musical choir there afterwards. That sounds traumatic. Jeez. <laughs> what the hell? I am a lovely social person to this day, so it's fine. As long as singing's not involved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can do everything else on stage. I can dance, I can act, I can do improv. Just don't ask me to sing suddenly. No, she does. She does sing. But only when Disney songs are, are playing... <laughs> Tertius, you have gotten the brunt. That, that's also the one thing. So in high school, we had um, Ashen's Got Talent, the name of my schools, and everyone, every flippin' person at my school could sing or dance. Literally all of, um, I think at one stage, we had the entire team, South African national team for tap and modern at my school, in high school. That's just how you know that, 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 that we're there. And so I was like, okay, cool. First year I did dancing and I did well with the dancing and everything. Next year, so it alternated house play and then Ashen's Got Talent again. I was like, I need to get rid of this fear. Um, 
I can't, you know, not want to go on to stage just because of one itty bitty little thing that happened how many years ago. And so I purposely sang out of tune on stage in front of everyone. And I was like, this was <laughs> this was me reclaiming my my pride. I'm good now. Bye. And so I can sing Disney songs. <laughs> okay. That's a really interesting backstory as to why you can actually sing a Disney song. Yeah, it's Disney. Oddly enough, um, as I said, I don't know about you, Tashis, but I also have a bit of an acting background. Okay. Uh, mine is more in the realm of acting the fool, but... Uh... <laughs> I just thought it was a personality oh, yeah, then, trait. Then we can both be like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, definitely not been a big part of my life, the, the fine arts or anything of that degree. <clears throat> I really did want to... To, uh, when I was trying to look at what kind of jobs I wanted to do in the future though, I was really interested in like going to like AFTA for instance and I was gonna maybe try and do like sound design or something like that, I thought it was really really interesting I love the way that music and stuff is incorporated and sound effects and so forth oh, yeah. I think it's so cool it's super interesting I don't know if I, I know one guy oh, I mean I could, that's just you know, one of those things I was thought about was really cool, but as I say uh, I know one guy who did that actually who's now working as a DJ and I was just like, hmm it's an interesting one. I mean, I, I, it kind of is in the same realm, I guess, but just a bit of an interesting one. I don't think I want to be a DJ, though, personally. No. I don't know about you guys. That's uh, Definitely not. a bit too uh, late night of a job for little Michael to handle. I think <laughs> I would. I'd be quite. I suppose your 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 you know schedule would eventually affect your sleep pattern. You'd probably sleep more during the day than I guess. But uh, yeah. Michael, you talk as if we both don't know the fact that you have a horrible sleeping habit. Yeah. Uh-uh, uh-uh, don't you even dare. <laughs> you want to talk about sleep out of me? Uh-uh-uh. You guys are talking such nonsense when she, like, sleeps one hour sometimes. Yeah. Uh -uh. And then it's just like, she's, like, perfectly fine. It's like, oh, one hour's enough. My sleeping pattern, I still meet the minimum requirements of sleep, okay? The what only is minimum? Is they say that you only need between six and eight hours of sleep. I will mm -hmm. always have at least six hours of sleep. Mm -hmm. And as of COVID, I actually have very... <laughs> I have a lot of sleep. <laughs> because my, my office is about 10 meters that way. <laughs> so, you know... This is my office. <laughs> I, uh, I moved out of working my room. I got to... Uh, it was too much of a you know lack of separation of uh, work environment and leisure environment. Leisure. So Makes sense, mm. yeah. So I've, I've moved over to the other side of the house now. Um, I've also moved a third time now. I originally moved over to work in like the Bry area, which is a, the, the barbecue area for the American fellows. Um, no man, they must embrace the word Bry. But yeah, I was working in the Bry area and goodness gracious, as soon as it transitioned over to summer, I was cooking. <laughs> the sun literally, as soon as it hit like 12 o'clock, the sun was going through those blinds and cooking me alive because it's surrounded on all sides by um, sliding doors and like sliding glass windows and so forth. So it was just like little box of cooking Michael for dinner. It was unbelievable. I was frying there. So, <laughs> so instead of having a, B a BBQ that night, we were having fried Michael. Ah, oh, but like, oh yeah, there's not enough meat on me. I want a good food. It's like, leave me alone. Some people just enjoy the bones, hey? Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, some nice flavor, yeah. Especially you can make a broth. great stew. Yeah. Yes. Mm. See, Tertius and I, we know. <laughs> yeah. Well, oddly enough, they say that human tastes quite similar to pork, I've heard. So, 
I hope you guys like pork, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but you talk about like bony food. I'll uh, hit you guys with a little bit of a hot take. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of chicken wings. I actually think they're kind of underwhelming. It's like the sauce is really nice, but the, the effort to eat around these bones is just not worth it for me personally. I don't know about you guys. Have I'd rather you just have... get a good tug, Michael. <laughs> have you tried debone chicken wings? I haven't. Not tried that in my life, no. So you just break the chicken wings and you pull the bones out and then... Oh, you... yeah, yeah, you snap them and you pull them together. I've, I've seen that. I've just never done it. As I said, I've, it was more so one of those things of... I remember back in the day, someone told me some story about how um, battery-based chickens, they would inject them with hormones through their wings oh, yeah. or something. And then I was just like... And I was like, not really into it. And that kind of ruined the, the whole experience for me. And then from that also birthed the effort required to get this small amount of meat off of these little chicken wings. And then I was just like over it by then. Um, yeah, so I'm definitely more of a, a breast man myself. Uh, <laughs> I, I question my wording on that one. Um, Again, but, we would like to say, please I, send through your... I, <laughs> please send your resumes to casual <laughs> pandemonium contacts. It's not what we're talking about. It's not what we're talking about. I stand by what I said in the context of the conversation. Um, <laughs> laughing out. So, yes, I, I, I quite enjoy chicken. Um, but let me not say what part of chicken I enjoy. Let's not have a second take on that. Uh, I don't know. I, I love chicken. I think chicken's amazing. Although, obviously, it takes uh, a decent cook to get chicken that isn't dried out out of its mind. Yeah. Because you're some people where they make roast chicken. chicken. Before. Hmm? I've never flopped chicken before. That is an incredible achievement, achievement actually. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I've flopped chicken before. I know I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, if you ask my mother. Now, if you ask my mom, she'll tell you otherwise because that's my mom for you. Uh, it's the, the criticism to help you grow with everything. Or she'll mm. just use the, the one-liner. It's edible. <laughs> what must I do with it's edible? Well, a lot of things are edible. I'm going to be honest, it's not telling me it's bad. It just means you don't want to hurt my feelings. That's actually <laughs> really bad. Oh, don't tell me it's edible. That's not... Mm. I don't know about you guys, but like, I like cooking food. But when I cook food, the food tastes terrible. I don't know if you guys have that same experience. Like, I feel like food tastes better when someone else has made it. I don't no. know why. I have that experience. It's weird. I don't have that experience, but what happens to me is when I prepare food, I lose my appetite. So, like, mm. I, I'd be starving. I was like, okay, fine. Let me go and cook this food here. I'm so excited to cook the food and everything. And then by the time everything is done, I'm like, why did I cook so much food? Serving for one person. I can't eat this. And I have a huge <laughs> appetite normally, but I can't eat once I've cooked. Well, as I say, so remember when I had you and all your friends over for that one thing of lamb and wraps and curry and so forth? Was so I was good. so critical of that. I think that's the problem is I take it too seriously. But yeah, mm. I don't know. I was very critical of that meal. Like it wasn't bad. It didn't like flop it or anything. But I was just like, could have been better. <laughs> like I told you, Michael, I normally don't eat lamb, but I really enjoyed that your lamb curry was you know what this girl did to me? She's so rude, actually. No, that's something that needs to be said right now, okay? So her and her friends are all rather picky, okay? Yeah. Some don't like chicken. Some hate fish. Yeah. And then she tells me all these things or whatever. And then there's also, obviously, she only eats halal. 
But then I'm like, okay, flip. So what can I uh, can I make for these people? Mind Basically, you, he doesn't was... eat beef. So that's the reason why there was only one protein left. No, 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 you want to no, flame no, me? No, 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 no. I can eat beef. I just choose not to seek it out. So if it was the only option, I would have made beef for everyone. Yeah. It's just a choice thing. It's not really I can't eat beef. Um, so it does true though. It did limit them. It did. I won't lie. So then I'm now flipping, trying to find lamb now. That's halal. And then I go and make this food. Cost me an arm and a leg because you're... It is no halal lamb in this area. Oh, well, I mentioned that to some guys at work the other day, and they were saying, "Oh, it's actually just because of where I stay in Cape Town. Apparently, yeah. on the south side, in more of the the Muslim areas, there's a lot more Muslim butchers that way." So I was like, "Well, flip! I didn't think to drive to the other side of Cape Town to find a butcher." <laughs> um, so I, they, yeah, apparently they knew of some. I could have asked them, but oh well, didn't think of it at the time. Um, you know, so for next time. I, I end up, uh, yeah, well. It's uh, well. Hopefully, it'll be planned better next time on my part. Oh, um, no, no, on my part, I'm not blaming you. I'm blaming. Well, I do blame you. Um, <laughs> I blame you <laughs> for not mentioning. So she basically she knew she was listing off all these things that I couldn't cook. So she's like, I flop. You got like no proteins to use. So I, I actually I might have cooked uh, vegetarian. That could have been kind of interesting. Um, mm. <clears throat> but she just thought, okay, flop. I'm gonna leave him with lamb. And then, after having visited me, eaten the food, and left, she's like, by the way, I hate lamb. Afterwards, <laughs> after all this, she's like, I never eat lamb, I hate lamb. And I was like, you've got to be joking. She like, she knew what she did. She's like, afterwards, she's like, okay, now you can't take it back, so it's too late now. Now I'll let him know I hate lamb. Oh, okay, that, that settles it. Truly, never bring your friends over. I'm never <laughs> cooking for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Listen, so, my personal dietary restrictions are very, like, there's only certain things that I don't eat, but when it's chopped together with all of my friends, then it becomes a little bit more picky. Then it's basically, you can eat a potato. Basically. You know, the weird thing is, I don't, I've never known someone that doesn't like chicken. It, like, blew my mind. Chicken oh, is, like, no. the most basic yeah. protein. It's just so and basic. And that's why that specific friend doesn't eat chicken. So we've both gone through having stomach problems in the past. Mm. That increased my love of chicken. That increased her hatred for chicken. Mm. As you can see. Oddly enough, um, my father growing up, uh, he lived in quite a large household. And uh, in, the, in that household, it was also a tradition to always eat fish on a Friday. So, in this large household, uh, money was quite scarce sometimes. So, what they used to get a lot was fish fingers. I don't know if this is a global <laughs> thing, but fish fingers are basically like a little crumbed piece of fish in a little rectangle like that. And they used to get fish fingers with salad or whatever for Friday lunch. Michael, you're <laughs> lying to them. Since I was them. born, my father will not eat fish fingers. He despises <laughs> them. They are the worst <laughs> thing to ever be created. And that is because he used to eat fish fingers like every Friday. <laughs> I love fish fingers. I love them as well. It's so, so basically, my father for business would travel a lot while I was growing up. So whenever he traveled, I was like, Mom, we can have fish fingers tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Michael's excitement for the fish fingers. <laughs> I used to love fish fingers, man. Oh, So... Yeah, there's a little story of my childhood of desperation for fish fingers, which we couldn't have because my father hated them. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, that's a good place to end, I think. I don't know if you have guys are comfortable. Officially? Interesting is going to be watching <clears throat> you try to cut things out now that there's video included. That's going to be fun, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but the audio and video is both included. I'll just mm. add a transition there. 
It's fine. Ah. Transition. You just yeah. get like the logo oh. flag. No. <laughs> Subliminal messaging. Yeah, go check out our YouTube channel. So we'll be posting this. Audio only listeners, may you rest in peace forever. <laughs> no, audio only listeners, will you enjoy our serenading voices and never see our faces, wow. please? And also, yeah, please send your resumes. Same no, stuff the resumes is a joke. I was just saying, <laughs> the one reason to come to the YouTube channel would be to see the packs of Uno, the dodgy margarine and stuff. Huh? huh? We got props now. Let's go. <laughs> props. Jazz fingers. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think yeah. we can say that. Yeah, thank you for coming, everyone. I hope you enjoyed your time here and listening to us talk a bunch of garbage. And yeah. hope we will you also see be linking. Cheerio. Send through your resumes. The email yeah. address is oh. below. You two are nonsense, honestly. Let's remember to like Mind and subscribe. You know, I, I don't think I would ever use that bell notification thing. Like, if I even ticked it, because I think it sends you an email or something. And I don't Guys, want so more listen emails. to use it. We no. need it. Come on. I don't use something. No, yeah, yeah, sorry. You use it. It's very good and it will help you know when we are live and so forth and things. Well, no, do we have a plan on going live? No, no, so I think when it uploads live, you know, kind of thing, that, you can watch it. That's two different, different opinions. Like, you know. One person said no, and the other one was like, mm, mm, mm. No, no, we're actually but, live right now. This has been watched by 300 people. 300, oh my 30 word, that's a number. You know, that mm, is... Zuma was clearly your president. Okay, this is the longest outro ever. Okay, thank for, <laughs> thanks for coming, everyone. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye -bye. We can end the recording there. Bye. Bye. <laughs>